This is usually where we have the intro song, but this time I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> it's a special exclusive episode of 911 Calls Plus, 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 Plus. So without further ado, here's the intro song for that, and then the 911 Calls Plus episode. Hugs. It's 911 Calls Plus exclusive. The one you did. Didn't know you needed La 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 Your ear balls will be slathered In fun facts and more random blather We hope you love our newest thingy We promise we won't do more singing Let's press play now The show is underway now The intro song is done Okay, well, this will feel a little uncut-ish because we do the what hour-plus uncuts on Patreon before the 911 call even starts. This will feel a little uncut-ish because we jibber-jabber for a minute here at the front, but um, feel rest assured there's an amazing uh, episode uh, at bay here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I'm going to say for now. That's all I'll say. Okay, well. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah, so it's so good point. It's almost Christmas here. Unless you're listening to this not around Christmas time. In that case, it's not Christmas. But if no. it is Christmas for you like it is for Jack and I right now, unless it's not for Jack and I right now, because we want to make sure that we're just, you know, we're just talking. It's seasonless conversation. But how is the weather there, Jack? Is it Christmas-like for you guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very Christmas-like. The atmosphere is very Christmas-like too, man. And I'm not, I mean, I love Christmas because I have kids now. I was one of those people for a while when I didn't have kids between the age of, say, I don't know, 20 to 38, where I was one of those Scrooge-like people who was like, ah, Christmas, I don't care about Christmas. And the reason why I was acting like that is because I had no one to enjoy Christmas with. Yeah, right. But now that I have kids, I really enjoy Christmas for them. And uh, it's snowing, it's cold. There's a guy who I think was hit in the head with a hammer when he was like, I don't know, three, and then hit in the head with a hammer again when he was 33, driving around in his, oh, he's the guy who mows our lawn. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the main guy now, the guy who used to mow the lawn. Uh-huh. He, he plays uh, Christmas carols. So last night he parks out in front of our house and just blaring joy to the world. Wow, fun. At like 8 o'clock at night, my four-year-old's like falling asleep in my lap, and you just hear joy to the world slamming. Uh, you know, it's it's distorted. It's going so loud. So I opened the door, and I said, shut the up. <laughs> and I made everybody laugh in the room, and then he drove away. And then today I was talking to my neighbor, and she was like, did you tell that guy to shut the F up last night? I heard that. I was like, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. She's like, that was awesome. That was the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, there was uh, there's a real festive season going on out here. How about where you are? Uh, it, the, this the season the season is uh is 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 festive. The weather is not. It's warm. Really? It's creepy. It's creepy and warm. It's warmer than it should be. Uh, yeah. So I believe we are warming globally. I will say that. <laughs> you've, heard the, you've heard the rumors. I've heard something about the w- warming of globals. 
And I kind of believe it. I don't know who's doing it. I don't know if it is aligned with the the Christmas Biden. season or yeah, if it's a if it's a certain political party or if it's a little baby Jesus is doing it. Speaking of little baby Jesus, so you would say you would argue that like before you were just Scrooge, and then after that, you you got kids, so it's Christmas because of the kids. You're not, you're not more, more or less, you're not a little baby Jesus Christmas person, right? Oh, no, no, not at all. Although I do love a church during this season. I mean, yeah. it's all lit up and, and going inside there. I've done it a couple of times. It's nice. It's nice being around people. You can't do it now. No. In country. I'm yeah. in Canada. I mean, you can't even look at somebody out here. Yeah. But uh, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy all the magic that comes with Christmas. It is certainly the most wonderful time of the year. It uh, really is. And be, whatever you, whatever way, anybody who says that they don't like Christmas just doesn't have a good life going on around them. I, I feel like, because I didn't, at least that's just my opinion. Um, when things were crappy, it was like, ah, screw that. And the reason why is because I knew it was going to suck anyway. So I was kind of like <laughs> protecting myself. Yeah, either not a good life or had some trauma. You know, that affected yeah. that time. Yeah, I agree. it is. I was telling my wife the other day as we were driving, I was like, it, it is kind of interesting, amazing. However you want to attribute it, whether you say it's capitalistic and, you know, or or what or, or religious or whatever, but that, that we hang so much value on this holiday as a Western Anglo, I guess, mm-hmm. culture that it literally dominates for some people, two months preparation sure. and two months on the radio and two months in our earbuds and two months on our bodies. We wear it, it, it we, on our houses. Uh, it, it's interesting to me how how much it dominates. And some people will be like, "Oh, that's a little baby Jesus doing that." That that's what happened. And other people will be like, be, "Other people will be like, nah, we just we like getting together. We like eating a lot of stuff. We like you know, I like getting presents for people, or I like getting presents. Period. I don't care." Yeah, you know, at least where I'm from. It's like the snow comes in and it feels like a, it's a brand new season, like almost immediately yeah. out here. And then suddenly you see the Christmas music, you hear the Christmas music playing outside of uh, little stores around here. The lights are on. And for the for the kids, again, but for me, I mean, it's like, oh, this is fresh. This is new. This is a changing of the seasons. There's a, uh, the new year is coming up. It's. I think it's a. It's a great time. I feel the same way though about when Halloween comes about. I'm oh like, yeah. Oh, it's spooky. The leaves are falling. Like it's kind of a creepy season. I love it. And again, it, it attaches much to the kids. Um, but Christmas trumps all. I was talking to my son about it the other day. He's like, "What do you like in order? Like, what would you say is like the most?" I'm, I'm like, "Oh, holidays." Or was he just asking you randomly, "What do you like in, general. in order?" <laughs> well, sex with your mother. No, it's uh, but I was like Christmas, mm. Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of football, <laughs> and then I was like Halloween, Easter, I, I did something about Valentine's Day. I know everyone's like, oh, it's a corporate, you know, holiday. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's all corporate holiday, but you can make it whatever you want it to be. Stupid, right? So for me, Valentine's Day, going out for a date, and you know. I, I like that. Like just focused on love. That's fine. That's great for me. But, um, and birthday kind of comes last as you get older, but my kids' birthdays are big up there too. I think that people that are down on Valentine's are showing their hand that they just didn't get a Valentine. That's why they're mad. It's like, oh, yeah. it's corporate. So it's just, everybody's a corporate shill. That's because you didn't get a little card that says, 
you're my Valentine. That's what happened to you. That's what happened. It's funny you say showing your hand, hiding your hand on your own pants. Yeah, promise. Every night. For your Valentine, that's what's happening. If you're showing your hand that you don't like it because you're hiding your hand later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, but it is unseasonably warm, which makes this a universal episode. So you don't have to be listening to this during Christmas only because it's warm here. Tell me, tell me about that. So does like first, how long have you lived where you live? Oh gosh. It was, I don't know. In the Northwest of this country that I live in, I would say I've lived here the majority of my life. I've, I've had a, I went to 23 schools growing up because my dad kind of brought, drove us around living in the United States, but I was born here and I came back here to raise my family kind of thing. Your dad is serial killer. Your dad's a Zodiac. Great. (laughs) The whole episode did. I didn't I'm gonna even get shoved in my face. I didn't even think of that till you mentioned it. So it's a green Christmas. It's shaping up to be a green Christmas for you. Well, te- actually, the weather, which I don't know how you can be a weatherman these days without shooting yourself in the face, but but they did say that it we're supposed to get snow after today. It's raining right now. We got you know a couple smatterings of snow over the last like week or two, but nothing that stuck, and you know basically just enough for Bean Bean to go. It's snowing. We put all of her snow stuff on. She goes out and becomes a mud monster and comes back in. You know that <laughs> kind of snow. He's <laughs> making mud men. Yeah, that's that's, all. that's that's sad. Yeah, that's sad. so that's but is that unusual? That is totally unusual for you guys over the say the past ten years. I would say okay, okay. When I moved, I, I first moved to this area here in the 80s and how old are you (laughs) i'm 46 (laughs) uh actually what's here's here's what's funny i moved to this area a year before my wife was born (laughs) oh my god i was 12 when my wife was born so that's weird but uh but i digress um so yeah, we actually three, four, five, four, four years ago, we had what we call snowmageddon here. It was so it just got in everybody's way. It stuck around forever. It actually killed a lot of the wildlife. It was so bad. Like deer and elk populations went down. It was crazy. But I would say back in the eighties, we had a lot more of that. You know, we had a lot. We had two week strings of snow that stuck around, and you know, frozen power lines and exploding transformers on the sure poles when i say exploding transformers you might know because you live in an icy area yeah i'm not talking about like you know i'm not talking about like megatron i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the transformers on telephone poles they're filled with fluid i don't know if many people know this but transformers are filled with fluid and uh, in in an extremely icy situation those transformers can actually explode and boy they are loud when they do and then all the power and the whole grid goes down and you know stuff yeah and it's cold yeah yeah i mean we had it we had it out here i i did a whole youtube type thing on it i think that was like two years ago when you and i first met. oh yeah just snowed in in october but no we we got plenty of snow you don't nope and uh and the 80s are behind us so here we are 2021 and the 80s are way behind us and you're banging a 12 year old that's what i took from the whole yeah and it's 2021 unless it's not for you when you're listening to this in that case it's unseasonably warm most likely and it's not 2021. So, <laughs> so. here we go. So, th- this, though, this is a special Christmas present for all of our listeners across the land, over all of the seas, by ship or by air, to all of the other lands where people listen to our shows. And d- we have listeners on every continent 
and in almost every country. Did you know that, Luna? No. Yeah. Yeah. I have an analytics engine that shows what's called a heat map of our listeners. Basically, every time a listener listens to our show, there's a, and this is true, 100% true, I'm not lying. There's a little red dot that shows up like a heat rash on the globe. And it doesn't show me their address or even like their exact location, but it shows us how many people in an area like a city uh, listen to our show. For example, in Riyadh, which is in Saudi Arabia, we have over 400 listeners. So, salam alaikum, you Riyadians. Uh, you have good taste. Hey, guys. Yeah, hi. And I'd like to say namaskar to all of our listeners in Bangladesh. Apparently, 911 calls are very popular there, too. And Luna, can you guess where we have seven little tiny red dots popping up on the map? Antarctica. <laughs> no, we have more than that in Antarctica, actually. It's surprising. No, we have seven dots in North Korea. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the children you left behind in Antarctica. <laughs> they were still listening to their father. <laughs> Yeah, we're coming back. Well, I'll just go ahead and say, I didn't know I had those kids down there. So, you know, they're kind of on their own. Um, no, but we'd like to say Anyang to Kim Jong-il, who probably won't respond because he's currently has his whole country on an 11-day smiling and laughing lockdown in remembrance of his father, Kim Jong-un. Do you think he smiles and laughs when he listens to our show? Uh, I don't think he listens to our show. I don't know how we get red dots in North Korea if it's not good old Kim. Maybe it's one of his upper leaders because there apparently is internet there, you know. Wow, that's really crazy. It's crazy. Somebody in North Korea is listening to us. Hey, if you're listening, stop. That, that sucks. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, um, Stop what you're doing. Just stop it. Okay, stop. Yeah, don't. It's not worth the risk. Yeah, you're going to end up dying. Just read any history book. You are going to die if you keep doing what you're doing. Anyway, just a little friendly note from your Western allies over here or enemies. I don't know what we are to you this, this week. Who knows? Okay, so anyway, this is a special present for our listeners everywhere. It's going to sound normal to everyone. Like if you listened to the whole show and then we're like, why was that so special? It sounded just as funny and brilliant as every other episode that I listened to. You would be right, but you would be wrong because normally you wouldn't have heard this episode at all. Why? Because this is a free peek at 911 Calls Plus. Mm. Or as some people like to say, 911 is called Plus Plus because I put plus in caps and then I put a plus after it. But I like to think right. of it like an echo, kind of like, you know, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So it's like uh, 911 Calls Plus, 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 like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But 911 Calls Plus is where listeners get one extra full episode every week only on Patreon. This isn't like a redo of the show you heard up for free. This is a literal extra episode every single week. Yeah. So if you don't like just getting four episodes a month and you want eight episodes for less than a cup of gas, <laughs> you too can get all of the 911 Call episodes. Four regular and four exclusive episodes for only five bucks a month. For a premium. Man, that's good. Because you're talking about gas, Premium. Right? That is, a, that's a premium fluid right there. Mm. Not to mention, I guess you also get the uncut episodes of 911 Calls podcast. Think of it like uncircumcised episodes. You know, you didn't know you needed the extra bits until you got to keep them. But unlike, <laughs> sir, uh, <laughs> what? But unlike circumcision. You got to keep them? <laughs> You didn't get a little bottle with you? No? No? no. Weird. No. Uh, but unlike circumcision, this time it's not too late. 
go to, go to patreon.com forward slash 1159 media and sign up to get your extra episodes. You can even listen to them. And not a lot of people know this until you're like in the, the weeds with this thing. You can even listen to your Patreon content in the same podcast app that you're listening to us right now on. No need to change how you do things. Just use what you've got. Again, just like circumcision. <laughs> so go to patreon.com forward slash 1159 media. Oh, that was a kind of a pitch. Man, if you can go back, if you can go back and get that skin back, would you take it back? You know, I've wondered that because, like, all I know is what I've got. Is it enough? (laughs) So I've heard (laughs) is not enough. But also, all I know is, uh, and I'm sure I'm speaking for everyone that's been circumcised. What I know is what I've got sensorily speaking is pretty heavy duty. So <laughs> if I had more of that, would I, would I bemoan that? I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm okay with what I got too. My youngest isn't circumcised and I'm like, man, I don't know what you're doing with that piece. Like, I, I'm not <laughs> sure what to do with that. Yeah. What you, what you got going on? Well, I guess, I guess is there are whole continents that, uh, you know, experience that. And, and so the, I literally, the world is divided on yeah. should you divide your member or not? So, right. Oof, good questions. Well, I don't know. Everybody, we'll you know, tell us in the comments, are you circumcised? Is that what you should yeah. ask them? And how's it going for you? How's it going? If you're not, how's it going? Hmm. Okay, fine. I got a question. Hey, hey, Luna. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, man. Hi. Hey. Hey, have you ever heard the word retard before? (laughs) You mean directed at me? Yes. (laughs) My lady uses it all the time. Yes. No, I've heard heard it. I've heard it. I've used it in the past. Mm. It became something that you're not allowed to use anymore, and I understood that. I understood because, you know, it was offending, like, you know, uh, the special needs community, and I work with the special needs community, and I laid off for a while, but... I, I I like to reserve the word for people mm. who bother me. Yeah. And who I think just don't think things out appropriately. I would never use it uh, for a person going past me pushing a wheelchair with a straw. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right. You know, right. like, look at that f-ing retard. I, I would never do that. Right. <clears throat> but, yes, I've heard the word uh, retard before I have. Yeah, I would— uh- You'd probably avoid writing it into a script for an episode, too, I would assume. I would wager. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) Okay. Buckle up, buttercup. Uh, It's becoming rarer and rarer these days, as we know. It seems to be going the way of the dodo. Have you ever heard that phrase before? Going the way of the dodo before? Sure. I don't think you can say that anymore, but yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Dodo is also both an offensive word and an animal. Offensive mm. because it's used to describe someone who is slow or you know, seemingly not using their brain maybe to its fullest potential. But it's also right. an animal. The dodo bird was flightless and bigger than a turkey. Uh, it was only found on one island in the Indian Ocean and had no natural predators. D- uh, Luna, wow. do you know what happens when an animal has... No natural predators. It procreates like crazy and just takes over a particular area and then becomes dumb as shit. 
Maybe. <laughs> Some of those things are true. It procreates, especially on an island. They, they become plentiful. They also have a tendency to just stroll up to humans and say, Hey there, uh, I'm a dodo. What, what are you named? <laughs> and do you, do you know what humans have historically done when an animal is acting like a total dodo? annihilated it yeah we tend to bash them over the cranium which tends to expedite their deaths and then humans tend to eat whatever they've done that to right yeah so the dodo went extinct because it was always acting like a dodo and walking up to start a convo with humans hence the extinction uh humans only discovered the dodo in 1507 and we had bonked them all on the head by 1681 uh. wiping out the whole species. So who's the dodo now, humans? <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to retard. Okay. <clears throat> like oh, I said, God. <laughs> God damn. Like I said, it's becoming less and less used these days due to the word being used as a slang word for human dodo, right? Right. However, the word actually still has a lot of utility if you can avoid being triggered and not run out tearing down statues of people that created fine works of art using the word. Oof. Wow. What are we doing? Uh, you know how people get uncomfortable with something from history and so we run around tearing down statues of people yes. that had done that uncomfortable thing at some point in history? Right. You know how we try to erase them from history because they didn't do everything in their life like we would expect them to do today if they were alive, regardless right. of the customs and beliefs of their time? Right. Yeah. Here's another thing on that. If you even disagree with it, it's still history. It's still something that happened. Although you, maybe what, what the, the obviously the idea behind it is that they shouldn't have been celebrated because of these things that they, that they did on the side or whatever, right? Yeah. I guess you could argue that, but, um, but then you would be retarded, <laughs> but we, we tend, we sit, we apparently we have a, a, we're not only trying to rewrite history, we're trying to rewrite the way history is written because you know, the, the old tried and true phrase and history is written by the victor, right? Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. But we don't like that one either. So we're like, now right? we don't care who the victor was or who the, who the great people were. We're going to rewrite that too. So this person's only not going to not exist, but we're not, I don't know. It's, I just hope that cheating on your spouse never goes out of style or we're going to see a bunch of snowflake dodos running around tearing down statues of Martin Luther King Jr. and President Kennedy. Right. You know, not to mention statues of Kevin Hart and Mario Lopez and like at least two or three other celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. This is a tough conversation, but I mean, Let's get back to the word retard. <laughs> okay. Well, the word retard, as I was putting it in relation to statues, also you can say it retard right. has been used for centuries. And some of the most beautiful music ever to come out of the fingerballs of the most genius composers and into our earballs wouldn't be the same without the word retard. In music, retard, as it is often written on the music page, or retardando, means to loosen up or slow down the tempo or speed of a song. So music wouldn't be the same if everything just remained the same tempo. It's like imagine watching a masterpiece like uh, Swan Lake, but the music stays constantly at the tempo of Fly to the Bumblebee. Yeah, it'd be over in like eight seconds, and we would have a bunch of dead swans on stage. 
Talk about waste. We would use up like every one of our ballerinas in like a month. Wow. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Somewhere there would be a ballerina landfill. Let me, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. So this this is a public version. Yes. <laughs> and this is also a Christmas special? Yes. It's both of those. Now, okay, good point. Good questions. Because I am trying to, A, lose some audience. <laughs> I can either explain it all now or I can stick to the script and it it does a beautiful job because I wrote it. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So retard also is used to describe, isn't it hard? It's just hard to hear me say that, right? Well, you know, it, um, I use it. We don't got to go off and off and off and off on this. I've told you before what my problem with is with the use of the word retard. Yeah. And it's it depends on the person who's using it and the way that they're using it. Right. I got a real problem with people trying to use it to be edgy. Right. And be like, it's it's just a word. And that's kind of what we're doing here. But like, it's just a word. Like, what's the problem? It's like, well, the way you used it brought up an image of a kid in a wheelchair or a person in a wheelchair or a person with Down syndrome or something like that. And I know what you're doing and you're acting like you're not doing it, but you're doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, I also like using that word to describe certain people that are not, that are being disingenuous, let's say. Yeah. Right. But, but it's much easier to use that word to cut through all that because if they are a retard, then they'll understand what I'm trying to say to them. I would go as far as to say this. It's, it's a little bit of a, a small venue word. Right. And what I mean by small venue word is you're not going to walk around town or go into a gas station and someone that's acting untoward, you probably wouldn't say it in an open air venue like that, right? It's more mm. like small party, family members, friends, col- colleagues, you know, somewhere where HR isn't involved. Um, also, yep. I would go, I would also say this, like if, if I had people who in their normal life feel qualified to use the word, the N word, not, I'm not talking about having a bunch of Aryan brotherhood over to my house, but literal brothers. Right. Like if I had, if I had some African Americans at my <laughs> house, because they, they'll argue that, Hey, I can use the N word. It's mine. Sure. It's my, it's part of my culture. Right. I agree. It, and, and okay, cool. I'm not going to say anything about that. But what I will say is that that is also a small venue word because yes. if they're at a food court in the mall, they're, you're probably not going to hear that as much, especially if they know that they're surrounded by other cultures. Um, right. If they came to my house and were talking, they're also going to probably censor the words they use. We, as Absolutely. humans, we do this. So it's a small venue word, meaning that mm-hmm. we, in our brains, because we're smart people, we're not all dodos, we know when to use certain words and when not to. Like, I know not to use the F word around my grandma. Right. Just as a rule of thumb. I also don't use the F word at all, but I know not to use it around there. <laughs> all right. So it, it's got a lot of uses. This is my point. You know, I'm kind okay. uh, people, hopefully, like, I'm not trying to do like a, you know, the FCC thing, like South Park, where they said the SH word like 112 times on an episode. Um, the SH word. Yeah. Do you know what that word is? <laughs> oh, shush your mouth. Oh. This is oh a family God. show. Um, anyway, so, but retard is also used to describe clothing or fabrics that slow or prevent catching on fire, right? Sure. It's used mm-hmm. in medical practice to describe the impeding 
of a process like this drug retards the ability for the body to blah, 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 uptake something and XYZ cancer. Okay. Right. So don't go tearing down statues of William Henry Perkins who invented fire retardant clothing in 1912, for example. That man has saved lives while offending every curtain, baby blanket, and fireman's jacket ever created. If if they can withstand the word, we should be able to not get so incensed over it. (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah, I kind of did, yeah. Incensed it. Means to burn. To burn, right. Yet we've all gotten a bit woke about a word because its slang version is no-nos that I literally, this just frustrated me so much. I Googled the word, just straight up, just that word, nothing like, what does a word? I just put in that word and hit, hit search in Google. The whole first page was two dictionary results and the rest were articles telling us not to use the word anymore. That's mm-hmm. like telling people that they should stop naming their kids Gwyneth because there's a Gwyneth out there that likes to put egg-shaped rocks up her crotch. <laughs> and she does like doing that. She does. I don't want to take you too off track, but with, yeah. with, uh, with the word retard, I mean, and with any word, I mean, there'll be a group of people who are like, hey, man, it's just a word. But it's not about the word. It's about the intention yes. behind the word. 100%. And that's why it becomes like out of fashion, right? So if you've got a bunch of kids at school calling each other retards and they're talking about a kid who is known at that time, say in the 80s, as a retarded kid, you're disrespecting that that child right there. So they're like, hey, that word, we know it's a word, but we also know what you mean by it. Right. And so that's why they would kind of like, I mean, this is obvious stuff, but there's still uses for that word in other in other spots. I, the justification of the word retard, I, I just think it's, I think it's, a, again, dis, well, not again, but I think it's disingenuous to say that, hey, man, I'm just using a word that means other things. It's like, okay, but the, 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 what, the reason why people are laughing at you using that word is because you've evoked the image of a kid or a person in a wheelchair. Yeah. You're not. And, and that's and that's okay too, because if you're doing dark humor, that's fine too. But they just admit it. Right. Yeah. Don't try to pass it off as an acceptable word to use in certain ways because because you're not using it that way. That's yeah, right. No. Gwyneth for crotch rocks. Crotch yes. rocks, right. Back to the script. Anyway, the word has use is my point. And like a ton mm-hmm. of other words. I think we should do well to rather than writing articles that treat us like dodos and say, don't call people names to inform the reader of the right and appropriate times to use a word. Walk around town sometime and ask people what the word retard means. And everyone will run the other way because they all don't know stuff. Like I said, the word is going the way of the dodo because the dodos are killing it. Right. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, Luna. Hey, man. Hey, hi. Do you know what the word impede means? Yeah, uh, yeah like get in the way. To retard. Oh, to retard. Okay. All right. <laughs> Today, we're going to listen to the shortest call that we've ever played on an episode. So if you're here just for the average total of 1.75 minutes of 911 calls that we play, we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs> but if you're still listening... Uh, then this short call will embed itself into your dreams. Why? Because it's a call that took place on Christmas? Partly, yes. Because it's a call that was placed by Santa? Well, that is also true. Because Santa was on the naughty list? That is going to be probably the preponderance of the reason that this call will retard your ability to stop thinking about it. The day was, drumroll please, 
December 25th, 2011. Yes, it was Christmas Day. And Santa had just arrived to visit his estranged wife, her family, and his kids at his wife's apartment that she recently moved into. But unlike every other house in Christendom, they weren't expecting Santa to show up. Oof. Are you ready for me to hit play? Whew, he has a lot to unpack there. Yeah, that's, that's an uplifting episode. Yeah, Yay. please play it. All right, here we go. Grapevine 911, where is your emergency? Hello, Grapevine 911. You need help? Are you sick? What was that? Do you need an ambulance or police? Hello? One moment. I'm just getting heavy breathing on the phone and I need time to talk to myself. Please send me Okay. Could you understand what was being said on that call? No, I just sound like, like breathing. Like, yeah. I couldn't get there. The words, but they were actually whispering something there. Yeah, creep, creepy though, right? It was creepy. Yeah. Well, it gets even creepier once you know what the voice was saying. Here, I'll play it again, and I've added some audible helpers using Karen's friend Satan Claus <laughs> and a child I found on the internet. Oh, okay, it's just the child's voice, not a real child. I wasn't on Wayfair.com or anything. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play it again with a couple audio helpers. Ready for me to play? Ready. Okay. I am. Here we go. Grapevine 911, where is your emergency? Hello, Grapevine 911. Help. Help. You need help? I am shooting people. Are you sick? I am shooting people. What was that? Do you need an ambulance or police? Hello? One moment. I'm just getting heavy breathing on the phone and I need time to talk to myself. Please send me Okay. Did that help? Yeah, that helped. That was uh, that was super creepy, man. Yeah, right? Okay. So, Grapevine, Texas, police department named Azizola Yazdan Pana, age 56, hmm. as the gunman in a Santa suit. He shot six family members on this Christmas morning in 2011 before turning the gun on himself. The victims were his wife, Fatma Ramadi, age 55, whom he was separated from at the time, and their two children, Ali and Nona, age 14 and 19. He also, in the same apartment, murdered her sister, Zora, age 58, her husband, Mohammed Hossein Zareh, age 59, and their daughter, age 22. And before we go further, do you know what rhymes with bad Santa? (laughs) Ads. Ad Santa, who's a Santa who brings you ads. So, ho, 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 hoes. (laughs) Okay, so... So like in most cases where there's a murder and then a suicide, the police and family are left bereft of information as to why this terrible thing happened. 
And in this case, like others, we're left to the opinions of the family that are still alive. So the brother of two victims, Dr. Ali Ramadi, said during the funeral that, quote, he had no future. Dr. Ramadi, who lives in London, said he had been helping to pay the expenses of his sister and her two children and move them into their apartment in Grapevine, Texas. His sister didn't appear to be afraid of her husband. And once they moved from their Colleyville home, the children started getting better grades in school, he said. Her husband had a key to the apartment and stopped by sometimes to visit. <sighs> this is why I, I chose to focus so heavily prior to this on the word impede. <laughs> Man, I've, it's so crazy. What happened to this? Why, why was the guy that sounds like he's from India in a Santa suit killing a whole bunch of people? Yeah. So isn't that funny? We had like this whole episode, a 33-second 911 call, and we can't seem to get back to it. And we debate the word <laughs> retard Wait, for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so it's the reason that I circle back to the, the word impede. <laughs> Remember, that's the word of the day. It's not the R word. It's impede, Jack. Uh, uh, so what, what the outcome of this prior to this event happening was Dr. Ramadi went on to say that the shooter, Azizola, he had been unemployed for 12 years. At, at 12 years of unemployment without adding some, without putting an addendum on that, like because of disability or because of X or because of Y, if you just say someone is unemployed for 12 years, I don't really call that unemployed. <laughs> I don't know what no. the word is. It's like unwilling to work, but <laughs> unemployed does not seem to be the applicable word in that sentence, you know, no. at 12 years. So Azizola had been unemployed or for some reason unwilling to work for 12 years, which Dr. Ramadi went on to say he felt had a, a very heavy effect on Azizola. And then it led to, I guess, obviously maybe, uh, because culturally and everything, Azizola was the provider for the family. Uh, right. And I'm sure his wife had to do what she had to do to make ends meet because Azizola wasn't working for 12 years. So this had a very wearing effect on his mental state, on their marriage, on their children, on the whole household and everything. Uh. And this was impeding literally the progression of everyone in the household. As soon as the separation happened and she was placed into her own apartment with the help of family the children did better in school. She started to improve. Things were looking up and things were improving in her life. And I'm going to leave all of the other stuff, the all, all the other assumptions as to, you know, was this a cultural thing? You know, why was she impeded that whole time or whatever? Um, I, I don't know those things. But what I can say is when, when she left that environment, everybody started to blossom with the exception of Azizola. So, it could have been that Azazola was mentally unfit and that maybe he had never been diagnosed. And so had he been diagnosed, we would have been able to add as an addendum to his 12 years of unemployment due to maybe mental disability or something. But he refused to, to get that kind of qualification. So it just became 
a languishing environment and it impeded or retarded everyone's progression. Gotcha. I gotcha, <laughs> man. Full circle. I gotcha. No, no. <laughs> with, with, oh man, this, this case, this case that you brought here and the whole setup and everything is just a can of worms. Yeah, it is. I, I, don't, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. But like the culture that I'm assuming that he's from as well. To dress up in a Santa suit on top of the whole thing and be like, "Hey, yeah, we're uh, we're like uh, having a good time." I'm assuming they're from another culture uh-huh. and they're coming into a new culture and like, "Here we are. You love it. You love this new culture." Boom, 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 boom. So he came uh, as Santa. Obviously, one of the most disarming characters in the world. Sure. Literally, my four-year-old could wake up and go downstairs and see a giant man in a red and white suit and be happy about it let alone anybody else in the world. (laughs) Sure, she'd come running and screaming that someone's in my house. Mm -hmm. So he shows up in Santa's suit. Also, the relationship was not so strained that that Azizola was barred from the apartment. He had a key. He had a key to the place. And he showed up from time to time to visit with the children or whatever. And it's important to say they were separated, not divorced. So they may have been trying to work through things, you know. But Mm. showing up as Santa absolutely disarming not knowing that he's armed and then does this and then turns the gun on himself i think speaks to his character where (laughs) (laughs) right because 12 years of living a certain way and severely impeding the progression of your wife and their children for whatever reason and then, and then moving to to make that the final solution. It's just is a very tragic, tragic story. It is very selfish. It is, man. It's got me friggin' warmed up for the holidays, though. Me too. You know? Hey, how about a happy ending? I'll take it. Okay, hey, are we good? You and me? Oh yeah, we're, we're good. good, right? We're good. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to show up to your house in a Santa suit. <laughs> shoot everybody are you you look like the type who does wear a Santa suit on on Christmas? I for Halloween. I went to Santa. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> I did. Right. Oh, yes, with Claus. Yeah, you're right. Santa. I was Santa Claus with Santa Claus, and I had these, like, articulating claws that I got off off of Amazon. They were really cool. And then Santa Clogs. So I had, I justified buying a really expensive pair of keen leather shoes that I knew I would wear forever as clogs. So, yeah, yeah huh? worked out for me and everybody. Nice. Yeah. Will you dress as Santa this this Christmas? Oh, no. No, I don't do it on the actual acceptable holidays. I don't I don't like to do it when it's expected. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a guy in our neighborhood who shows up at Santa Claus and I almost didn't even want to let him like anywhere near the house. I'm like, uh, you're not the guy. <laughs> like you're the drunk guy. You smell like crackers and little baby cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> Always the guy who wants to dress up as Santa and be there for the kids. Doesn't have kids himself. Yeah. Yeah, and those are, it's a very distinct line. And on one side is this massive population of people that should not be near kids. And on the other side is this very sliver of a population that they're like, their heart goes out to children and just it touches their life and everything. So they grow the beard, they do all the things, and they're committed. Yeah, no, oh, absolutely, man. There's probably some good Santas out there. In my experience, every guy who dressed up as Santa Claus, and this is just my experience, <laughs> was retarded. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Well, let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to you know what? I think we were fair and balanced there. We 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 presented both sides of the R case. You know. We tried, man. We tried. And you know what? 
It's just all about talking. It's all about being open. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to to speak about these things. My big problem with society is again this cancel culture where it's like, don't talk about it. We don't even want to talk why talk about why we're not talking about yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Right. So I think it's important just to keep on keep on talking, man. I keep on talking and educate yourself. Like yeah. If oh my goodness, I can't say that enough. Like every time, it really it breaks my heart when I see a statue being torn down. Because the preponderance of the life that these people led to make somebody, to make a whole people motivated to create a statue for them. Yes. Outweighs this, the singular flaw that is the fuel behind somebody tearing down that statue. I am sorry. And uh, no, I, I, I agree. And you, but, you, but you're absolutely like, you're, you're not taking into account often, and this has a lot to do with race. Uh, racial situations when they're tearing down these statues, but you're not taking into account like the time and like what, go ahead. Yeah. That's what I mean. If you knew the history, if you understood the time and you knew with very few exception, if you understood the, the gravity of what these people were trying to do that we end up benefiting from today versus what you're saying you're critical of them for, George Washington had slaves. He also knew he had to found a whole country. So he picked his battles. And and we're critical of that. We're literally critical of it. And we're free to be critical of it because he did that. (laughs) Right. So. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Crazy. Happy ending? Yeah, happy ending. Hey, Luna. Hey, man. Were you ever on the naughty list? And I don't mean just like proverbially. I mean like legit naughty list. Got naughty list gifts because you were on the naughty list. Yeah. No, I don't really remember that happening. It's funny you ask me that right now, though, because I, I was smoking during this episode. I promised our four-year-old that I wouldn't smoke. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently on the naughty list because I just got a message from my lady saying, Char- I can smell you smoking. Charlie is very disappointed in you. Oh, knife to the heart. <laughs> oh. But I talked to Charlie, my four-year-old. And I said, hey, man. I'm going to smoke cigarettes till the first. And then are we cool? And your four-year-old said, I conceptualize calendars and dates. <laughs> yes, I'm cool with that, Dad. So he, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you might have a leg up on your four-year-old in this, in this situation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Not on my uh, 33-year-old. <laughs> she says, I can smell you smoking. Charlie is very disappointing. And I said, I told him New Year. <laughs> And she's so like, I figure I'm good. Did she come back with, he doesn't understand the Gregorian calendar, you dodo? <laughs> she came back with that emoji with the eyes rolled up. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but to answer your question, I'm sorry. No, I, I was never put on the naughty list or threatened with it or whatever. One year, and when I was a kid, I felt as if, because I was selfish and narrow-minded and everything, one year I very much felt like I was on the naughty list. Because all I wanted for Christmas was a remote control car. Mm-hmm. My parents got me the remote control car. But for anybody that knows remote control cars and not just like the one that you buy in the aisle next to the Barbie stuff, but you got to go to a hobby shop and buy and then you build the whole thing. Remote control cars are sold separately from the remote because the remote is always a separate purchase. You get to pick a brand for the remote and it ties into the servos inside of the car that comes with the so these are two separate purchases and they're very significant as far as cost goes right so my parents who aren't rich got me a remote control car 
And I opened it and I was like, oh my gosh. And they're like, now wait, once you're finished building it, and I'm like nine, so my hands are not strong. You know, this is going to take me a while. They're like, once you're finished building it, we will buy the remote. (laughs) And I was instantly like, are you kidding me? But, and so I was, I was very frustrated, but in, in reflecting on that, I wasn't on the naughty list. They were doing everything they could just like the year I wanted skis for Christmas and they were out of money, but they went and bought me skis. Bless their hearts. There was a name engraved, not just like scratched in, but like laser engraved on the skis that said Angela Bitwig. I kid you not. And they're like, once you're in the snow, nobody's going to see the name. And I'm like, mom, dad, you're killing me here. Oh, they, they did so much for me. And I, my heart bleeds now knowing that they went to those levels. Like they were not trying to hurt me. They were trying to do everything good for me. Mom, I love you. Dad, I love you. I'm so sorry. Angela, wherever you are, thank you for giving up your skis. Oh. <laughs> But for real, I never was on the naughty list. I was always on the actually super blessed list, I would say. Oh, man. That was a lot. Okay. Well, I do have a a happy ending here of a dad who was on the naughty list. Mm. Are you ready for me to hit play? I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Nashville Police Department, what is the location of your emergency? I've got a child on the line uh, asking for police. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where are they? Hello? Yes. What? Send a message to my dad. Send a message to Santa that will say that dad is being bad. So my dad's been very bad. He really did. And so... Okay, what, what is your... Send all the way to Santa. Who? Write a message all the way to Santa. You want, you want me to write a message to Santa? Yeah, and send it to Santa Claus. Oh, okay, what's your name? Okay, how old are you? Four. It's four, okay, and you want to... Because I already had my birthday. Oh, okay, so you want me to send a letter to Santa telling your dad has been bad? Yeah. Okay, what did dad do? When, when your baby gets a big rock, a and big... you have to put it under your house. Okay. Okay, well, listen, I'm going to send the police over there. Now, is Dad home? I'll send the police over there. Okay, okay, yeah. I just... I Wasn't that cute? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, you got a big rock when you're there. Uh, I'll send someone over there to check. Okay, thanks no. <laughs> Wow. So that dad, unbeknownst to him, been bad, also is going to get a visit from the police. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. So what happened? His kid called San- called 911 to ask them to relay a message to Santa because his, her, his dad had been bad and he needed to get a message to Santa about his dad being bad. <laughs> but what did the dad do? He, we don't know. <laughs> Get the kid hung up. <laughs> oh man, I, I was thinking about the uh, the the mire that we put the everyone's earballs through through this episode to get to what I think is one of the most adorable happy endings, and I hope people listened. 
If you didn't, you missed out, but you don't know that because you're not listening anymore. Uh, but I did want to end this episode on something special also, because if you're still listening, I think you're the right kind of person for this message. So I want to end this special 911 calls plus, 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 plus episode with something that might help someone who's listening. I want to talk to two people, uh, someone who's depressed or struggles with mental health issues during the holidays or really any time of the year. And those who know someone who's struggling. Things like the holidays or special events or gatherings, traditions or the like can be hard for people struggling with depression or mental health issues to just suit up, buck up and put on a happy face for the event. The person struggling struggles with going. They also struggle with not going. There's anxiety about ruining an event if they bubble over during what is supposed to be a happy time. And they struggle with guilt of not showing up to avoid bubbling over during what should be a happy time. The person who knows someone who's struggling struggles with someone who is struggling, who shows up and is obviously struggling. And often we have opinions of those that are struggling and choose to not show up. Some people might say, why can't they just come and not cause a scene? It's so selfish. Or, of course, they didn't show up because it's always about them and how they're feeling. And to those two different people, I say two contradicting statements. One, relax. If you're struggling with going, relax and let it go. Sometimes it's best for you to let it go, sit in a comfy chair, and feel peace knowing that everyone is safe and happy somewhere else and that you're safe and at peace. This day, activity, tradition, or holiday, it too shall pass and everyone will move on. If it's too much pressure, deflate. Let the pressure out, relax, and reconnect when there's not so much expectation, like tomorrow. Tomorrow is always a good goal to reach. Part two, go through the motions. That's right. <laughs> You know you best, and if you can reflect on past situations and know that once you're there, you're happier, and once you're there, your stresses alleviate, that it's the effort to get there that is the mountain you have to climb, then maybe climb it. Get there. Surround yourself with people who love you or at least like you. If you know that you always walk out of those kinds of events and say, ah, I'm glad I went, then maybe for you, go through the motions. And for those who know someone who's struggling and finds that they get frustrated when they show up or don't show up, shut up, relax, forgive, and maybe quietly show up for those people. Talk to them at the event, even if it's through gritted teeth, that they may need it more than you know. Or if they didn't show up, then you show up. A, a hug goes a long way. And you might find yourself saying, ah, I'm glad I went. Finally. If the noise is too much and you're struggling to the point you have a really bad outcome coming, write this number down. 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. They're just there to talk to you and listen and help you get to tomorrow. Tomorrow is a good goal. That's very nice. <clears throat> Can I add one thing to that? If it's as long as it's not the word retard. <laughs> if you're one of those people that doesn't want to be around people and no one seems to want to be around you, <laughs> New Year's is coming 
and you can change because you're likely the problem. <laughs> Step three. <laughs> yeah, so feel free to take my advice or Jack's. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, boy. This has been yeah, a lot, well, but hey, we actually, we have one more thing to talk about. Oh, we do. We do. We do. Do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell uh, it? Uh, you probably, you know what? I'll tell it. Okay. So I got put on a Zoom call and uh, Kent from True Crime Kent, who's with us with 1159 Media here with the True Crime Kent podcast and the operator from 911, which you're listening to right now. Hello. And myself from Dark Topic. <laughs> <laughs> we were invited onto a Zoom call. Kent and the operator already knew the news. I wasn't available for it. And then I got on to the second Zoom call. And Tracy Cash from the 1159 Media audience, she works with us a little bit too, had collected money from 128, now I think it's over 130 listeners, to collect money for us to meet up with each other. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Yes. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah, she went behind our back, under the radar. Tracy Cash is like the queen of our social media world. She moderates a lot of our groups. She's the glue that binds, I would say. And she she's she's just so good to us. Uh, she went behind the scenes and reached out to our listeners, and over 130 people put together an, an insane number. Where is that number? Here, I got it. I got five thousand six hundred fifteen dollars and four cents. It was at the time, and it's grown since then because more people. So people put together five over fifty seven. for for you and me and Kent to meet for the first time. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like we could, we could afford the trip and we could figure the trip. But what they did was they're like, these guys are never going to do that. They don't do anything. They knew us so well. (laughs) Yeah. So now we're going to force them to do it. Guilt them into it. So exciting. No, but it was, it was super nice. And we are going to, I didn't want to accept the money. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I was like, hey, just the gesture is going to send those people back their money and we will we will go do it. Yeah. But any gift that you get like that and you you put it push it away, I mean, that's disrespectful. So we will. We will accept the money. We are going to meet up and uh, we're going to a place called Baraboo, Wisconsin. We're hoping for March. And Baraboo is special to me and Kenton and the operator because we've we've worked on cases surrounding that area. Ed Gein is is around that area. Uh, the the bone breaker Joe Clark happened in that area. The man mound that's there. It's it's a very odd, bizarre Baraboo, and uh, we're looking forward to meeting up there and doing a couple of uh, strange things ourselves while we're there to share with the audience too. And by strange things, we'll say legal sex. <laughs> I was gonna say legal and streamable. <laughs> But even then, you can't rule out sex, I guess, if that's the case, because that happens on the internet all the time. We're going to say, uh, oh, man, I can't even think of words, but it'll be above board. <laughs> uh, at least I'll be drinking root beer. I can confidently say that. I will be drinking root beer. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to slip something into one of those root beers. The opera is going to do drugs for the first time over there. He's not going to know when or how. But he is going to be on drugs at a certain point in time. <laughs> uh, well, no, you should. You do that, and then you'll wake up one morning and you're like, "Why am I all wet?" And I'm like, "I baptized you." 
<laughs> Why am I all wet and on fire? <laughs> I baptized you, and it didn't take. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I already told uh, the operator. Oh my god! I guess I'll, I'm gonna, just going to say it because we're not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> there's there's a part in Baraboo where there's this trail. It's in Devil's. I think it's called Devil's Lake uh, Park or something like that. I, I don't know the exact name. Sounds for it. quaint. But there's there's <laughs> they're worried in the town of Bar- the city. I think it's a small city of Baraboo about this this like college kid went for a hike there, and they're calling this killer the runner, and he stabbed the kid to death. And then they saw him running out with a mask on and ripped up jeans, running out of the provincial park. Provincial, I say, because I'm from Canada. I don't State know what's park. Called. Yeah, <laughs> national park, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they have a killer there called the Runner that killed somebody on this trail. So I was going to take <laughs> the offer and get for a walk along the trail, and halfway through, be like, "Hey guys, do you want to hear a scary story?" <laughs> And it would be a scary story about a killer being on the loose in that exact area very recently. Yeah. And he could be there. I, I think we should just go ahead and welcome the runner to meet us there. because <laughs> And hopefully you haven't listened to too many episodes to see which one of us is usually armed. <laughs> <laughs> come yeah. one, come all. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh, man. No, great. we are so humbled. We're... we're I... I Kent was speechless, which never happens. That guy always has something to say, even though it's in a tongue I really can't understand. No. Um, but, oh, yeah, we're He's all... Retarded. <laughs> we love you very much, people. <laughs> I think we're going to have to... Just, let's just end this. Yes, episode. all right, let's go. We're already canceled, so... All right. Hugs, everyone. <laughs>